What's going on? It's your girl, Miss Brittany Tanay. Give me a second. Give me a second. I'm looking for my water. Can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? Mic check. One, two, one, two. <laughs> All right. I'm on here bullshitting clearly. Already, y'all see? I'm already starting. I'm already starting. I can already feel it. Listen, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, Miss Brittany Tanay, back with another episode. <sighs> you know, I'm going to struggle. Let me tell y'all I'm struggling. Um, so shout out to myself because I actually finally dropped my um, first YouTube video um, on YouTube. Yay! Super excited, man. Um, finally, after two years, I got up off my butt and I did what I was supposed to do. So now here I am. Um, if you have not went to YouTube as of yet, you can find me under Let's Brianna's podcast. Do not just type Let's Brianna's because if you just type Let's Brianna's, you're going to run into a little white girl and that ain't she. Okay. Shout out to the white people. But um, yeah, Let's Brianna's podcast. Do not forget to subscribe just like you subscribe to my podcast and you want to know what I'm talking about every single Wednesday. I need you to not forget to subscribe because that's how I grow. That's why I wear the mouth. That's how promoted, you know, pr- me being promoted happens that's how you can share like all of that great stuff do all of that thumbs it up thumbs it down whatever you prefer I don't really care because I ain't taking it personal but um you know definitely do that um so I feel like I'm a struggle because um the way people introduce themselves on Instagram and the way people introduce themselves on podcasts are kind of different. So I'm really just still trying to, to it's like I'm, I got a blindfold over my eyes and I'm trying to like navigate my way through. Um, and if you know me, I wear glasses. And so if you put a blindfold over me, I'm going to struggle. So, um, yeah, shout out to myself. Shout out to myself again. Please um, tune in to YouTube. Um, <clears throat> I decided with my YouTube content, I'm not going to talk about everything specifically that I'm talking about on my podcast. It's still going to be a self-help. Um, it's still for sure going to be me being me. Um, but I'm going to shake it up a little bit and do something different, um, which I think you guys will truly enjoy. So shout out to y'all. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I hope that you looked at the name of this topic and you was like, Ooh, <laughs> I want to know what type of attachment styles that I have. And, uh, we gonna get to it. <laughs> Let's hop into it. Welcome to the gorgeous, talented, and non-soft-spoken Black Girls Podcast of Let's Be Honest Podcast. Your favorite podcaster is not only here to be honest her way, but to speak on true self-awareness as well as speaking for the culture. Welcome your host, Ms. Brianna's. Now, I don't know if I shouted, um, I don't know what I did last week. I don't remember. First of all, I just want to say I'm how I'm on y'all neck. Okay. Not only am I dropping YouTube content, but I'm also dropping my podcast. All right. On y'all neck. Now it won't normally be like this. Um, I probably drop, um, a podcast one week and a YouTube the next just to stay consistent. Um, I think that's, that's, that's the goal, um, for me in 2021 is consistency. Um, I've normally been consistent. I try to be, um, unless I just need like a full on blown, like mental break. Um, but I for sure, for sure. Um, that's, that's the plan. That's the plan. That's the plan. Just know that's the plan. So be out on the lookout. I'm gonna give y'all a dose of me. And just depending on how I feel, you know what I'm saying? I may do a double load. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? We trying to grow. You feel me? That That's, that's always the plan. 
um, just being able to be dedicated to something that you truly love is always the plan. And so that's my goal. And I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make a life out of this. So listen, I can say, um, this week alone, I probably learned about two good ass lessons, right? Um, and lessons for me, like, are always beneficial to me, especially when I acknowledge them, right? Because it ain't nothing like having a lesson and you didn't acknowledge it. So then later on in life or whenever, whenever God decides to come back and say, boop, boop, <laughs> you, you weren't paying attention. Let's try again. Right. Um, so I'm, 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 I am always, um, I'm proud of myself, especially when I understand the lesson, right? And I had two lessons this week. And one of those lessons allowed me um, to um, ponder on attachment styles. And um, I say this all the time, but y'all know I'm not a licensed professional, right? I'm just not. Again, these are all um, experiences that I've experienced in my life. And I feel as though if I can save not really safe, right? But if I can help someone um, know how to handle um, certain experiences that they may run into or something similar happens, it's like, why not? You know what I'm saying? So so two lessons I learned. Um, one particular lesson, of course, allowed me to um, pretty much just dive in on what my attachment styles are um, or what my attachment style is. Um, if you don't know, There are um, particularly at least four attachment styles. Some people think about attachment issues or whatever the case may be, and they think, you know, negative, right? Um, Not always. Um, There are negative attributes when it comes to attachment styles, and I'm going to talk about those with y'all today. Um, But it's positive. It's a positive side to it, too. Um, So I won't really deep sea dive in my lesson um, because, you know, I just I sometimes I just choose, you know, maybe next lifetime, right? (laughs) I guess I'll see you next lifetime. Don't get me started, y'all. No hot feelings. But listen, I won't go into full details about my lesson, but um, I will for sure stay on the surface. Um, I don't like to give um, energy where it is not um, appreciated. And, um, you know, I, I, I think everybody goes into new things in life or something that they want to be dedicated to. I think they go into things with the positive mind state, right? I don't know anybody who goes into something negative, right? I mean, we sometimes because we're human. But I went into a situation um, with a positive mind state. And I do know in life that everything won't always happen the way that it's supposed to happen, especially in adulthood. You know, we can manifest all day. We can pray to God all day. We can, you know, be consistent and dedicated, but if it's not for you, it's not for you. Right. And, um, I sound so funky. I'm sorry. So I went into this thing, um, with very high, um, positivity, um, really enthused, really excited. I sound like I'm saying the same shit. I'm just trying to, um, I don't know why I'm trying to step around it. Cause I really don't give a damn, but long story short, things didn't work out the way that I planned for them to work out, which is fine. Right. I ended up learning the lesson early, but, um, the situation again, allowed me to just kind of go through and think about, how easy it is for us to fall into things or people and um 
we find ourselves being attached to certain things or attached to the outcome, um, especially if you are um, somewhat a bit of a controller um, in the wake of your world. And so um, whether it's friendships, partnerships, businessships, I don't know if businessships is a word, but fuck it. Today is a word. Um, whatever, whatever the dynamic of, of the situation is, um, you know, I learned not to really truly take shit personal because people, you know, are going through their own shit and, you know, people experience things the way they experience things. And I, you know, I had to take a step back and just honestly realize like people come into your life, um, to teach you things about yourself. And so instead of us just always like, pointing a finger at this person and saying they stupid, they fucked up, whatever the case may necessarily be, taking the time to figure out what's wrong with you or not what's wrong with you, but taking the time to experience like whatever the lesson may be or whatever they're teaching you about yourself is important. Um, And so once you get that down packed, I think that a lot of us will be successful. So I say that all to say um, attachment. I learned what type of attachment style I was. I'm going to go through these attachment styles. I'm sure that you guys will be able to distinguish who you are who people may be around you. Um, This conversation isn't about judgment. I don't think that any of my conversations are about judgment. I think that I'm here to display things that you may not talk about in your day-to-day life. You know what I mean? I've been trying to figure out how to, you know, I see other podcasters and they have like certain rings and dings to what they talk about. And all I can really honestly say is self-help, but you know, I hear people anytime they're new or anytime they're comfortable with, you know, me or they open up to me and they say, you know, I love your podcast. They like, it just sound like I'm sitting on the couch, chopping it up with my girl. Right. And I appreciate that. Like, I love that. That's how that's, that was actually the environment that I wanted to build. Um, <clears throat> but I'm still trying to find a ring to myself. I'm sorry if I keep like, K-k-k-k. I don't have a COVID. I promise. I'm not that I know of. So uh, <laughs> that shit is not even funny. Like I, I would die. I would die. I would die. Okay. I would die. Um, not literally, just physically, just playing Lord, don't play. So look, um, attachment styles, as I stated initially earlier, attachment styles aren't always negative. You know, some people may view them, um, and say, you know, Hey, you have attachment issues and you don't know how to let go and you don't know how to this. And you know, those people, the you, you, youers, the youers, you don't know how to do this, that, this, that, this, and the third but motherfucker can't help you, you know, don't, don't get me started. Y'all know what I was about to say. It's Wednesday. Y'all know what day it is. All right. So look, <sighs> pretty much, um, y'all know I always sigh going into this. I sigh because I know I'm going to talk for a long time, but I know y'all going to fuck with it. <laughs> And then I got to get off of this and I got to go on YouTube and I got to record that too. But that is just the life and the luxury of being an entrepreneur. So shout out to the entrepreneurs today. You are badass. Don't let nobody tell you differently. Listen, so pretty much attachment is, I'm going to give you all the definition because y'all know, again, we talk about it constantly. Everybody got their own different, um, whatever, whatever they may think attachment is, but I'm giving you the actual Webster's Dictionary Um, vibe of what an attachment is Um, it's a pretty much a a bond we form with our first primary caregiver usually a parent as you know Um, it's a universal human um, phenomenon that starts as early as in the womb Um, I I can understand that 
I can see how that happens. Um, and the way we develop it eventually affects the way we find, keep and end relationships. And so that point was very important to me because in my lesson, um, pretty much somebody decided to separate from um, something that we started, which was perfectly fine. More blessings to you. Um, and, you know, that's that's OK with me. Right. Because we all have our journeys and we all have things that we need to work on. Um, and the duo that was left behind, we found ourselves not really giving a fuck, but we kind of was giving a fuck cause we was thrown off and when it was weird and it was just awkward and we were just trying to figure out like where, how, who, where did it come from? You know, there was obviously no, um, communication that was placed there to just advise. But then I also had to think like motherfuckers don't owe you shit. Right. I had to remember that. And that's cool too. Don't really give a fuck. But the duo, we were kind of just stuck trying to figure out like, <clears throat> where did this happen? Where did this come from? And so I don't know about anybody else, but I know for myself, like when I start to reevaluate or when I start to question or when I, again, it brought me to this turntable when it came to my attachment style, like, hmm, I wonder why. And then it brought me back to like uh, past relationships. And I was like, hmm, I used to have like a particular pattern when I used to end relationships with people as to where I felt like I had to say, fuck you, be gone, right? And now for me, it's really much like, a, okay, well wishes, have a good life. You know, everything happens for a reason. Seasons are seasons. Let's keep it pushing, right? Probably still saying fuck you in my head. I'm still a grown being, so don't get it twisted. But it brought me and just kind of, it brought me to the realization like, okay, there are certain patterns that I've done in my life and I want to be able to stop those particular patterns. Like, I want to be able to stop questioning as to why people do the shit that they do. Like, everything isn't meant for me to understand. I want to repeat that. Everything isn't meant for you to understand. Like, stop trying to figure out other people's brains. Like, other people's brains operate off of their brain because that's who they were, whether it started from childhood, whether it started from teenage years, whether it started from adulthood, whatever issues that they, and not issues, right, but whatever, like, Whatever they dealt with in their life is what they dealt with in their life as to why they are the way that they are. And so these attachment styles kind of break down the elements of individuals alone and the type of attachment styles that they may have. And so yet again, it made me realize that I do ponder a lot uh, uh, now as an adult. I do ponder a lot like what? I be confused as fuck. You know, like I be confused. I be like, what? Like, <laughs> But everybody don't think like me, just like I don't think like everybody else. Some people, some people can run into me and say, I don't like the way Let's Breathe talks about whatever, whatever, right? That's your opinion, right? And just like assholes, everybody has one. And so that's cool with me, right? But then I, I can't dive into why you feel the way you feel about me. That has nothing to do with me. And once I realized that, I just said, Forget trying to understand your concept. Let me just figure out my shit, what I did wrong. Let me, not even if I did anything wrong, because just because something doesn't work out doesn't mean you necessarily did anything wrong. It just allows you to look at yourself like, okay, let me see what this is teaching me about me. And that's, that's, that's why I said these two lessons. So check this out. So, um, <clears throat> again, there are four major styles of attachment that people from um, early in life generally tend to keep into their adulthood. All right. And there again are four styles. The first style, the first style I'll go into it, which is more so um, the positive style that I was telling you about earlier. Um, it's a really like secure attachment. 
right? Um, they speak in terms of the secure attachment as a person who learned um, a secure attachment pretty much grows up to be to have like a secure attachment style. So they likely have no problem telling you what's going on in their life. Um, they probably also let you know when they need your support. Um, they can kind of keep heated discussions civil, right? Um, and again, this is all the secure attachment style, right? So these people are like the cool, calm and collected person always. They know how to compromise. They set and respect those boundaries. And I want to be able to get to that pure, secure attachment style with people. Um, again, as I go through my life lessons with y'all, I share them with y'all because I'm not fully there yet. And I can tell you that I'm not, I'm not all the way at the secure attachment side. Um, because my biggest one, my biggest downfall, um, is being able to keep a heated discussion civil. I, I, I'm not there yet, you know? And, um, I'm just not. So shout out to the secure people who really like, shout out to the people like who as children were allowed to, or pretty much just basically they were encouraged to voice their needs rather than suppress them. Right. And so if you know somebody that has a secure attachment style as kids, they probably were able to really just truly express themselves, say how they felt. Their parents are probably really free spirited. Um, I would classify myself as being a free spirited parent to an extent. Um, my man may say a little bit different, but uh, <laughs> um, I, I do feel as though I allow my child to kind of just speak her mind and say how she feels and, you know, kind of get that shit off her chest. Right. Again, which will allow them going into adulthood to be able to bring to the table of the knowing how to compromise, being able to, you know, set those boundaries with particular people that is around them and keeping those heated discussions civil. Right. So unsure if you really truly like know somebody 100 percent in that realm of attachment styles. But there are people out there that's like that. Um, and even if they're not a hundred percent that right, because we all have work to do, they may be close to maybe like 90, 85, 75% of just being secure in their attachment styles. And to me, I think that's a go plus and that's where I want to be in my life. So I'm here to help. Okay. <laughs> um, the positive side to having a secure attachment style is as adults, um, they do have more trusting. Um, they do have long lasting relationships. Um, they also, of course, tend to have good self-esteem, you know, um, and then they share their feelings with their partners and friends. And then they also seek out social support. OK, so that's I try to do those things. Um, right. But as uh, you know, like I say, we're humans and sometimes as humans, um, it is what it is. You know, we again, it's all a learning curve. All right. So secure sounds pretty. Secure is truly where you want to be in life, even if it's not even 100 again, even if even if you're not 100 percent there, working towards that goal is always important. And um, if you're working towards it and you're trying and you're doing, you will soon start to notice that um, you get there. Like I said, for the year 2021, I've never done it before. Um, I said that this year alone, I wanted to get like a jar. Um, and everything small, big, mediocre, whatever that I accomplished in my life for 2021, I said I wanted to put it in the jar. And so by the time that 2022 comes around, I want to open. Uh, and when I say put it like I want to write it down, put it in the jar, not open it until 2022. So when I finally get to 2022, you know, 
I finally open my jar and I read all of the things, whether again, whether it's small, you know, small, huge, whatever, whatever is important to myself. I feel as though like once I put that out there and I read them, it lets me know like, oh, damn, I did accomplish a lot, even if it felt like I did not Right. Because sometimes we can go into the next year like, damn, what did I do last year? You know, so um, that's what I wanted to start doing. All right. So that's for secure attachment, which is a pretty, pretty positive attachment style. All right. Now I want to go into the. Um, I will go into the dismissive, dismissive avoidant um, attachment style. All right. Um, again, as I go over these particular attachment styles, this may be you. This may be people around you. Um, my goal is to make you aware of these things. That way we can start working on them. Um, so these pretty much dismissive avoidant attachment styles are often described as lacking the desire to form or maintain social bonds. Um, and they pretty much they just don't see value in close relationships. All right. Um, these people report, for example, um, that they are comfortable without close emotional relationships and prefer not to depend on others. So those are your fuck everybody. I don't need nobody. I can do this by myself. Nigga, I nigga, nigga, I came out the womb by myself. I'm gonna die by myself. Damn, slow down. Low down? Slow down. <laughs> like when I run into them type of people, I'll be like, word. I just I'm not in my head right now. That's why I'm getting on YouTube because I, I want y'all to see my antics. Word. For sure, for sure, for sure. That's them. Uh, my independent women. I want to be. I want to be clear with you. It's nothing being wrong with an independent woman, but it's like, damn. Like you don't need nobody. Like I feel like God didn't put us on this earth not to have nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody. You just want to be by yourself. You know. So those dismissive, avoiding attachment styles. Like you got to be able to recognize those with those people. And I'm sure like they probably don't mean no harm. But again, this all goes back to like childhood. And, and what was served to them as a child. Um, ways to acknowledge that you either have a dismissive avoiding attachment person around you or whether it is within you um, is <laughs> people who keep a relationship shallow or surface level. Like, uh-uh, don't get close to me. Mm -mm, I got trust issues, right? Um, or pretty much, this one is a big one, focusing on sexual intimacy without the emotional closeness. Sheesh. Yikes. <laughs> focusing on sexual intimacy without emotional closeness like that's that's like like we just out here sexing you know what i'm saying like you got somebody that you love but you don't want them to get that close to you but you can like you just gonna keep having sex with them i could see that coming from a man um running hot and cold with their affection shit Okay, like people be joking and they be like, oh, you're bipolar. But it's people out there that really be dealing with that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if they're like bipolar, but people who are like high and cold, like those people who want to text you one day and then all of a sudden disappear and then like need time. Like those people are those dismissive avoidant attachment. That means they they again, it makes sense. Surface level as people. I just want to stay on the surface with you, because if I get any deeper, I'm afraid that I'm going to get hurt. I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want to. I, I want to stop pain from happening. And I just want to give you a heads fucking up. There's no way impossible in the world that you can avoid from getting hurt. Okay. Now, again, 
There's no way. They say the people that's closest to you will hurt you. But if they're if you're not letting people get close to you and you're just in this bubble, I guarantee you mentally somewhere it's fucking you up another way. All right. So even if you call yourself just being on surface level with everybody, not being vulnerable with people, not wanting to open up with people, I guarantee you that that the longevity of that, I, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if you like spaz out one day that hot and cold with their affection. Um, another one is pulling away when someone starts getting close. Again, this is all pretty much like relatable. Right. If you know some, like it's just like. Ladies getting to know a guy, um, y'all know that phase, getting to know a guy where um, everything is cool, y'all text it every day, um, y'all may, I, I don't know this life, um, by the way, <laughs> I'm just, I, in my past life maybe, but um, y'all getting to know each other, y'all talking every day, he's sending you good morning text, um, then you start laying it on heavy, right, because ladies, we could, we could lay it on, we like, mm, I'm interested, you know what I'm saying, y'all go out on a few dates, y'all talk on the phone constantly, um, and then whatever may happen on his side, right? I, I don't want to speculate, but either something happens on his side, either maybe he's talking to another woman, maybe he's dating another woman, maybe it's something serious, maybe it's not anything serious, maybe y'all hung out and he really doesn't like you, or maybe, just maybe, ladies, instead of just assuming that it's other people or whatever, whatever, maybe the guy just has a very avoidant attachment issue, a dismissive avoidant attachment issue, and maybe... You know, he hasn't recognized that that is something that he deals with, or maybe he has recognized it and he just doesn't care. And he just really doesn't like you enough to tell you that, hey, listen, from the jump, especially if he's a very vocal man. Okay. Hey, and this could go the same way for, for women as well. Like women may be dismissive and avoidant and they just try at all costs. Like, mm, I've been hurt a lot. Mm, I really don't want to fuck with you like that. Mm, like, you know, I don't have the means. I got trust issues. Whoa. Did y'all finish it? Trust issues. Okay. So women could be that way as well. But I'm just saying these are like examples of people who they may like you, but because of this attachment style, they don't know how to fully like you. You know what I'm saying? Um, again, resisting vulnerability. Okay. Um, <laughs> repeatedly, repeatedly sabotaging relationships. These are the people who don't want to communicate with you and just instantly, again, less to learn, who just instantly feel as though I don't want to communicate with you and tell you how I feel. I don't feel like we should be friends anymore. I don't feel like we need to be together anymore. So I'm just going to get rid of you and block you. Boop, move. Right. Those are those type of people. We don't know what has happened to these people within their lifetime, which, of a, which has allowed them to feel this way. And so what I ask of you, what I ask of myself is to give these people grace. Give these fucking people some grace, right? They may not communicate with you that they got avoided issues, okay? But give these people grace. When people do shit to you, give them grace. Let them know, I see you. We see each other. I see how you handled the situation. I'm not mad about it. Just understand. Just understand. I'm going to handle you differently. Right? I'm going to still handle you with love, but I'm going to handle you differently. You feel me? No love lost. 
Love don't got to be lost. You ain't got to treat nobody. You ain't got to treat nobody the way, way they treated you. You feel me? Because cause the way life works is that that circle come right back around, right back around, right back around. That shit come right back. It comes right back. So you don't have to act no way towards nobody. But again, I want y'all to start having grace for people. Because sometimes like people be needing that grace. You feel me? Maybe nobody ever gave them that grace. And then they do that to people and then boom. Right? Me on the other hand... I used to definitely kind of do this a lot. Maybe not dismissive. I, I wouldn't say all of these characteristics that I named, um, but I would be quick to be like, bet, I'm straight off you. No communication. I don't owe you shit. I still feel like that to an extent. But if I at one point cared about you, um, I will I will express myself to you. Hey, this is how you made me feel. This is what it is. I don't like it. That's not where I met with it. So, boom. I don't do that often now because... People who in my corner is definitely in my corner. We ain't going nowhere. Shout out to my homies. What's up, y'all? But yeah, so that is the dismissive avoidant attachment. Again, if that's you, all we got to do is start working on it, okay? If it's people around you, if it's people that's close in your area and your proximity a lot that you know that is like that, give them grace, all right? Um, Our next attachment style is mm, anxious, preoccupied. So this one I didn't really study on, but um, it, it's pretty much like adults with an anxious, preoccupied attachment style. They may think highly of their they may think highly of others, but often often suffer from low self-esteem. OK, that makes sense. Um, they're pretty much like often afraid or even incapable of being alone. Wow. Um, they seek intim intimacy and closeness and are highly emotional and dependent on others. Now, I will say um, I can relate. Because when I was going through um, my anxiety time in my life, when I was going through that season part, um, and I think it just had a lot to do with just being fearful and not at that time truly having faith that God had me and that I was good and that my body was healthy and that my mind was straight. Um, I did want to be around a lot of people. Um, I did need I needed to be around somebody like I was afraid to even go to sleep by myself, like by myself. Mind you, like, granted, my child was in the house with me, but I was afraid. Like, I had really inserted inside of my mind that if I go to sleep by myself and something happens to me, that I'm going to be by myself. So I did, I did, like, I went to the extreme. It was to the point to where I was living by myself when my whole, like, anxiety attacks and panic attacks and fear, just I had this fear-mongering feeling over me. Um, and I went to the extreme to where, like, I had my own apartment and I broke my lease broke my lease, broke my lease. Okay. I'm telling y'all this. I'm telling all y'all my business today, broke my lease. I paid that money, paid the money. Cause I was like, I don't want it to be on my, you know, my rental history report, but fucked around, moved back in with my mother. And I was so afraid to be by myself. And it took me, um, I don't know. It took me like, maybe like four to five, six months. I'm, I'm lying. So when I slept at my mother's house or when I stayed at my mother's house, I could sleep, but it was like, I could not sleep by myself if I was in my home by myself. Right. I couldn't fall asleep. I, I had, man, it was like, I can't even explain the fear. Right. But if you deal with anxiety, you kind of, you may know what I'm talking about. It just, I, I really psyched myself into it, which is why I say the mind is a powerful thing. Cause now I don't feel like that. Right. But I broke my lease paid the money because I didn't want it to be on my rental history showing um, like that. And then I remember the only reason why I had to move back into my place was because um, in Texas, 
the districts are different and I didn't want my child to go to the school district um, that my mother was in. I wanted her to go to another one. And I was like, fuck it. And I came back and I actually moved back into the same apartment, not my the actual apartment that I was living in initially, but I moved into a, that same apartment complex. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I was like, okay, girl, you got to learn how to sleep by yourself. You got to do something for your child. Right. And normally when you do something for your child, you're like, I bet I just got to get it done. Right. But I had to do something for my child. And so I had to just kind of like, and don't get it twisted. It was times like where I ended up getting that apartment again. And because I was still like slightly afraid, like I could sleep like a baby in my mother's house. But when it came to me sleeping by myself, I always felt like I couldn't do it. I needed somebody be in the house with me. I needed somebody to be around me. It was to a point too, like where I didn't want to just be by myself. So I can actually relate to the anxious, preoccupied attachment style, right? Just feeling like, oh my gosh, I got to have somebody around me. I am now to the point, not even going to say the point. I am well, very versed into, I love being by myself now. Um, I love my spouse. I love him when he's around me, but I don't mind being by myself. Like I've, I've outgrown that fear mongering feeling because I realized that I'm healthy. My mind is healthy. My body is healthy. Again, mantra is just telling myself you're good. So now baby, please, I be knocked out. Okay. You can't tell me Nathaniel. All right. So I understand that to, to a sense. Um, but it also, it, it could also be like a fear, a fearful avoidant, which is kind of what I just talked about. Um, a person who has a fearful avoidant attachment style is pretty much conducting like a balancing act. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, shit. I skipped to the next one, y'all. I skipped to the next one. My bad. My bad. So let's go back. So the anxious preoccupied. Again, I'll just reiterate. Um, they may think highly of others, but often suffer from low self-esteem. And I, I, I can honestly say, like, I do. Now that I think about it, like, I know people like that. Like, they can give. Oh, my gosh. They can make you feel like you are the fucking queen. But when it comes to themselves, they struggle with that they struggle with giving themselves that motivation they struggle with making themselves feel like how they make you feel like a king or a queen and so that's wild I do know somebody that's like that they can give you all the positivity in the world but when it comes to themselves, they can't motivate themselves and that shit is wild to me and I never understood that um you know I, I feel like if you could motivate the next person to make them want to do something like how come you can't motivate yourself yet again that's not for me to understand Whatever may have happened to them in their lifetime has allowed them to um, feel this way for whatever given reason. Um, and that's perfectly fine. Right. But it's about working through. It's about working through. It's about working through that. You know what I mean? Like I saw something where um, I don't I don't know about anybody else, but I'm a plant woman. Like I love plants. I love growing plants. They are so fulfilling to me. They look great in your home. Um, and I saw something where it said. Name your plants after yourself, right? And this is if you're like a true plant person. I'm not, okay, all right? But you can still do this even if you aren't a plant person, if you just want to start the process of getting a plant. And when you get the plant, <laughs> when you get the plant, name it after yourself. So when you go through, depending on how much the plant needs watering, depending how much sunlight it needs, depending whatever the case may be, when you talk to it, you talk to it like it's yourself, and when I saw that, I was like, ooh, that's nice. You know, people people may sound like, oh, Brittany, you're crazy, right? But in reality, it's like that's when you talk to a plant, or even like when you talk to kids, right? I can use that for an example. That's a good one. I got good shit on my brain this morning. So that was gross. Sorry, guys. 
So even when you talk to like a kid, right? Especially if it's like a baby, you're like, hey, baby, you look so pretty today. You look so handsome today. Oh my gosh, you look so great. You like giving, you know, you, you're giving, you don't even know, you know, but you're giving that child all of that like motivation and all of that self-esteem to make them know, to let them know like you're so pretty, like you're so beautiful, right? Like you're so smart, right? If you did that with yourself, who knows how far you'll go, you know? Like, I don't see anything wrong with waking up and looking in the mirror and saying, you look great today, even if you look busted and you just woke up, right? Because I don't care what Beyonce say, um, I woke up like this, all right? All of us don't wake up like that, okay? I mean, I probably do. <laughs> I probably do, but everybody don't wake up like that. And so if, if that works, if you do have that type of attachment style where you're like, okay, I can give all the props to everybody else, I just can't give it to myself, then you need to start working on being able to look at yourself in the mirror or being able to talk to yourself or that same love and affection that you give to a plant or that same love and affection that you give to your, you know, your kids or, you know, your niece, your nephew, whoever, whomever start to give that, start to give that stuff to yourself. Um, I think for the show being Mary Jane, and I kind of started doing this like last year, being Mary Jane, she used to write post-it notes to herself and write them on her mirror or not write them on her mirror, but write them down and stick them to her mirror in her bathroom or wherever she was at the time. And I was like, that's really a good idea because that you, you always go in your bathroom. Um, if you're anything like me, you're kind of always like looking in the mirror. Okay. And, um, that's you pretty much giving yourself that motivation. Those are your mantras to yourself. So if you know somebody um, that struggle that struggles with the um, anxious preoccupied attachment style or the anxious attachment style, like again, it kind of it, it, it reverts into a lot. You know, people who think highly of others but often suffer from low self esteem and or um, are often afraid or even incapable of being alone um, or they seek intimacy and closeness and are highly emotional and dependent on others. Um, and I, even that last like little statement the intimacy and closeness and highly are emotional and dependent on others. Um, women, we do that a lot when we, we date men or we're with men and they decide to leave us. Um, you know, we, 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 we crash and burn every time. <laughs> I used to do it. I laugh because I used to do it. I'd be like, where are you going? Yeah, I thought you loved me. Yeah, we do that shit a lot, and that shit don't even be like fancy to niggas. Like niggas want you to be like, like the way you want a man to come back. Like you gotta be like, I bet. Shut the door on his ass, and then go to your bedroom and cry. Cry it out, sis. Don't let nobody take that emotional side from me. Right? Cry it out. I guarantee you. Don't text him for three days. I guarantee you, the fourth day he gonna text you. What you doing? And it's up to you whether or not you want to take that person back or not. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. All right, so I kind of skipped ahead. Um, but then the last one that we're really speaking about as far as like attachment styles is um, fearful and avoidant. Um, and I kind of went over it again. Sorry, guys. A person who has a fearful avoidant attachment style is conducting a balancing act. Um, these people have fear of abandonment. So they may give off mixed signals. Shish. Um, pushing their partner away and later pulling them back in. Um, they also have few close friendships uh, for fear of losing them and ending up alone. Um, and again, these all really, truly go back to um, childhood, 
I, I believe so. Um, because again, when it comes to attachment, that first portion of attachment with anything that we know, right? Because we, we, we are taught what we see and what we are told. I wish I had the percentage on that, but I feel like, you know, as we watch what our parents do <laughs> and not really always listen to what they say. And so that's why I feel like the attachment styles kind of start to go back to, um, your childhood and, and what was written in your childhood. As I think I've said it before, you know, love languages right now, if you have not taken the four love language, you definitely should, especially if you are in a relationship. Um, but even if you aren't in a relationship, just to be able to know what your love language is, to be able to um, communicate that to someone, if you do decide to be in a relationship with someone, um, I think that what are adults for love language to whatever, whatever top, love languages are as an adult, I feel that those are things that we, um, didn't receive as a child. Um, and so it's always funny for me when, um, I noticed that my love language, right. My two love language is physical touch and quality time. Um, and I'm, even though it says quality time, again, that goes back to when I was dealing with my anxiety and that anxious and preoccupied attachment. And then it also goes back to the feel fearful avoidant attachment style, um, which pretty much explains like, um, I don't know about the mixed signals part, but pushing their partner away and later pulling them back. I could understand that right now, actually. Um, and then having those few close friendships for fear of losing them and ending up alone. Um, so it's that person that like, I got two, three friends in my life. I have like one best friend in my life. Right. And I get it. I'm not saying make everybody a fucking friend. Right. Um, I think that I can walk in a room and talk to anybody and make anybody a friend. I was at Old Navy the other day, y'all. And I walked up to the cashier and I don't even know what the hell we was talking about. We just, we were having like the longest conversation. And as we started walking out, my kid was with me and she's like a mini, she's a mini Brie. And she's like, um, mommy, I thought the job was just going to exchange phone numbers. I was like, huh? She's like, I mean, y'all was just sitting up there talking like y'all was like best friends. And I was like, baby. It's cool to like just sit down and talk to people. You know what I mean? Like just because you don't know them doesn't mean you you can't get to know them. Like doesn't mean you can't be nice. So just because doesn't doesn't mean like you can't have a conversation. So um, I'm not saying have a whole bunch of friends. Um, and and honestly, like, I, again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a licensed professional on this. But I guess having a few close friendships for fear of losing them and ending up alone. Interesting. That's an interesting thing to me. Again, I think these are all things um, that we can learn from um, as I went through these attachment styles. Again, whether it's related to yourself or even just more so related to towards someone, you know, um, give yourself grace and also um, give people around you grace, especially if it's people that you genuinely love and genuinely care about. Right. Um, because everybody's going through something whether we see it or not, you know, Instagram doesn't show it. Twitter doesn't show it. Facebook doesn't show it. Um, but people go through things on a day-to-day basis and whether they post about it, whether they talk about it, just like me on my podcast, whether they get on YouTube, whatever they decide to do, give people grace. You feel me again, lesson learned for sure. I love learning my lessons. They, they make me so happy, especially as an adult, you know, they may be hard lessons. This one really wasn't so hard. It was what it was. Um, but if you're wondering what my second lesson was, if you follow me on or my first lesson, if you follow me on um, Instagram, I had posted. Um, I forgot what I posted. What did I post? 
Um, I had posted, shout out to Podcast Bay. I posted, I am no longer doing collaborations. Please do not inquire respectfully. Um, and I, I don't want to do collaborations with anybody anymore. Not right now. I, I, I didn't do them in the beginning for a long time, but I know people were saying like, B, you need to get out there and you really need to like talk to other people. But I don't like talking to other people. Like I do, but I don't. I know that sounds crazy, but I do, but then I don't like, I like, I appreciate and I love people who like can come and have a really good dialogue and we can dissect some things and we can learn some things new. I'm always open to new perspective. I may not agree with you, um, but I'm always, you know, open to like the new perspective on things. And I just feel like, and you know what, I'm saying that right now, but it may change. Like, I may run into somebody that may, may, may make me rethink that I can now do a collaboration, right? But to be like, I'm going to do a series with a person, but to be like, I'm going to be a, a, a special guest on people. Like I can come visit your shit, but for you to be like, you're going to be a co-host or we're going to do this shit together. Nah. Cause I just be feeling like, especially entrepreneurs again, shout out to the entrepreneurs. Um, you a badass. If nobody told you today. I feel like, we're all in a business and we all trying to eat and we all trying to feed our family. And a lot of people don't like to do shit with love or a lot of people have their own motives or a lot of people just, again, dealing with whatever the fuck they dealing with. And I, I, I like my energy rather than I, I want somebody else's energy around me, especially if we're not on the same, same wavelength. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I said what I said. It's nothing personal, but for right now, um, I'm gonna definitely stick to what the fuck I do. Cause I think I do this shit fucking well. Okay. I think I do it well. I think y'all do it well too. I think I met the, um, I swear this happens to me like every single time. I'm sure y'all didn't notice, but <laughs> I'd be recording and then somebody either calls or my alarm goes off or I'm just on a different time frame because I'm on vacation this week, but my alarm just went off. So I don't even remember what the fuck I was talking about, but, um, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's weird. I don't remember nothing that I was talking about at all. Oh, shout out to the entrepreneurs. That's all I got. That's all I got. That's all I got, y'all. Hey, again, um, if you are not already subscribed, please subscribe to my channel. Because around here, baby, we get it together. We get you together. We get you together around here in 2021. We're not playing with boys. We weren't playing last year. and We definitely weren't playing in 2019. But around here, we get us together. Um, if you have not followed me yet on Instagram, please do so. I think a lot of my, I think a lot of my listeners are my followers. I think, I don't really know. Um, but follow me on Instagram. Let's be honest podcast. Um, I low key got a Facebook. (laughs) Let's be honest podcast. Um, I definitely need to promote on there a little bit more. Um, Facebook is just Facebook. It is what it is. Um, I low-key made a Twitter account. I'm never on there either. I just got to get with the times, you know. I'm I'm just really picky about my time. Oh, 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 I made my first reel on Instagram. Shout out to me. I definitely did the busted challenge. Hey, hold on, but let me be clear though. First of all, first of all, first of all, when I say I did the busted challenge, okay, you can go on there and look and see, but I was not busting it, all right? I literally, <laughs> I wasn't gonna bust it, okay? I was not gonna get my ass on Instagram and bust nothing. You want to know why? You want to know why? Because I got badass knees and like, I just, I just, you got to go check it out for yourself and see it. But I wasn't going to do that. And every, and every beautiful woman that I saw did the busted challenge. Guess what? Guess what? Y'all was all talking about y'all knees. Let me tell y'all something. 
Y'all can let Megan Thee Stallion make y'all believe that motherfucker be icing her knees. I don't give a damn if she's 24. I don't care how old she is at this point. She be icing her knees. She probably get all type of injections in her knees. And if she's straight right now, I guarantee you them knees gonna be, them knees not gonna be the same. Wait to see if she 30, 31 doing the same shit. I don't care what y'all say. Y'all don't be seeing Beyonce do all that. Okay. Anyway, shout out to y'all, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all have been so consistent with coming back and listening to me. I'm so excited to start this journey with y'all on YouTube. Um, again, if you have not went over to Let's Brianna's podcast on YouTube and subscribe, please subscribe because I'm going to be on there clowning. Anyways, I love y'all. I hope y'all have a great week. Stay tuned. I'm on y'all neck because I'm dropping episodes back to back. Hey, I'm going to see y'all next week. Get out of here and have a good week. If no one has told you this today, Let's Brianna's appreciate you. See you next week for some more self-help Wednesday love.